Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Magnolia Beef and Seminary has top quality beef products that are raised right here in Mississippi. They also have fantastic gifts for every age. For the best beef in Mississippi and so much more, visit Magnolia Beef and Seminary or find us on Facebook. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the story straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Hey, folks, welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. I am Steve Azar. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Much, much appreciated. And also, I'd appreciate you going to visitmississippi.org. Let your fingers do the walking and let your soul do the talking. Your taste buds, your body, trust me, a cool getaway awaits you on our home turf here in Mississippi. It's going to be good. Well, today I'm the kid in the candy store. And if you know me, or you grew up with me, you know how important candy is to me, even to this day. He and I connected at a mutual dear friend of ours and true comrade in the music business, the late, great, great, great Harry Bud Nelson's memorial. It's a lot about space today. I mean, you got the candy and you got space. I mean, come on, you're a kid growing up. That's all you need. My guest today is going to be out of this world, pardon the pun as he has been the executive producer for NASA Kennedy Space Center Television. Joining NASA in 2002 for two decades now. But prior to his NASA service, also enjoyed a successful 20-year career in TV news as an Emmy and Edward R. Murrow Award-winning reporter and anchor. News just rolls off his tongue. This Emmy Award-winning storyteller and talent, compelling writer, expert interviewer, multimedia producer, media relations specialist, strategic messaging craftsman, crisis communicator, especially in his world, world for sure. When it comes to all this, well, he's one of the most respected. And I'm nervous. I'm the one nervous today doing this interview because <laughs> he's going to flip it on me. The goat man himself, my pal, Al Feinberg. Hey, Al. <laughs> Hey, brother, how you doing, man? <laughs> I couldn't have said that better myself. <laughs> well, I, I, I stumble quite a bit, but it's part of my deal, you know. It's part of, <laughs> part of my, my lure. Well, hey, what's up there in the land of NASA, huh? Oh, well, we're doing really well. Um, we've got a lot of good things happening, as always. Um, we, do, we do so many different things at so many different levels and so many different places in space and here on Earth, too, making life better for everybody right here. Um, yesterday, uh, as uh, the time we're taping this, uh, we uh, had the return of our uh, the Boeing Starliner, uh, which is uh, was a uh, demonstration flight from the International Space Station. It's one of those uh, uh, ferry flights that's going to 
take astronauts to and from the International Space Station, much like uh, SpaceX has been doing uh, with us or for us for the last couple of years. And uh, Boeing is finalizing their uh, craft, uh, the Starliner, and uh, that went well. It landed in the uh, uh, White Sands Desert of New Mexico, and uh, it was a huge success. Uh, it was uncrewed. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it was very successful. You know, we test these things to make sure that uh, it goes safely when we have real people on board. So that was good. We've got the James Webb Space Telescope that uh, is um, finalizing its uh, adjustments in space. It's been hugely successful so far in that uh, getting it up there was easier. I won't say easy. Nothing's easy when it comes to space, but uh, it was done as well as we expected, even better. Uh, took us less uh, propellant than we needed to get it where we wanted it, and it's a very complex, uh, very complex uh, telescope, and um, everything seems to be going real well. And then, you know, just everything keeps bopping along uh, on the International Space Station, um, you know, that's been uh, constantly, uh, we've had people on there for, you know, more than 20 years now. Uh, there's, there's always been somebody, a human being up there. So that's pretty cool. And then there's all of these other great science missions that we've got going. We still have rovers on Mars. We have our Voyager spacecraft uh, in interstellar space outside of our solar system. And that's uh, one of those missions. And they're all, they're all important to where I am now. I have actually uh, moved along from the Kennedy Space Center. I'm now back at headquarters, actually, mm. uh, Steve, and uh, working uh, for a group called which is space communications and navigation. And uh, we are the people, uh, our assets, our antennas, um, we keep everything connected between the Earth and space, anything that we have out there. Uh, wow. Our, uh, our, our real tagline, the real tagline is exploration, comma, enabled, period. So that, <laughs> you know, without us, this is our unofficial tagline, without us, it's all space junk. I've got a thousand questions, and we only have one oh, Mississippi yeah, minute. No, it's just going to be impossible. I mean, I may just, I may just stop the show now because I'm not going to be satisfied <laughs> with one. Well, but, uh, drive safely. <laughs> Take care. Okay, I've, you, I've had a great time. You mentioned getting up there. Technology obviously allows us to see a lot more to prepare for while you're on these journeys, right? You're heading to the to the great unknown, right? Go back to the beginning, the first time. Armstrong and you know, they landed on the moon, right? <clears throat> what was really the unknown and the uncertainties compared to now going to the moon? Is that well, a dumb? Is that a dumb question? I mean, I know that technology no, allows to see a, a lot, dumb but question at all. It's a really good question. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to answer it. Uh, you know, um, uh, I'll preface that by saying when I, you know, as a former journalist uh, I, I used to think I was pretty smart you know you'd go out every day and learn something new and then you'd come back and report it out to tens and thousands hundreds of thousands of people sometimes and you know you'd have to sound smart about it uh, but when I got to NASA I realized how dumb I was because there's so many other really smart people around um, one of the things that I remember hearing about and learning about is that uh, you know uh, nobody had ever been on the before, for example, and so you know, they weren't quite sure. You know, they 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 were pretty sure. At least they thought they were pretty sure that um, you know that it was it was it was hard ground. But they knew there was a lot of dust. But 
know, one of the things that they were concerned about, are they just going to sink? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Funny to think about, but yeah, was, you know, or is, is the lunar lander going to sink in? And when uh, Neil steps off, off the, um, the, you know, the, the ladder, how far down is he going to go? So that was one of the first things you talked about. Well, you know, the ground is this way and that. It's just a lot of dust and, you know, but um, I'm secure. That was, that's one of those things. Um, they knew about gravity. They knew it's about one-sixth gravity that we have here on Earth. So, uh, you know, uh, certain things they knew. But there are other things. It's, it's sort of like anything else. You're not really sure till you actually do it yourself or you see it for yourself. Uh, boots on boots on the ground, so, mm-hmm. to, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can to confirm it. So. It's, you know, it's an amazing feat. And obviously... What about the naysayers that go, oh, they were actually somewhere in New Mexico or they weren't really on the moon? And I mean, um, the great conspiracy theories that kind of come about, how do you uh, shelve those? You know, you're in media world, so you have to shelve all sorts of stuff that may not be true or, you know, you have to deal with that now. But um, no leg to stand on. So how, you know, where does that stem from? the doubters i guess that's you know we could talk for hours about this we okay we can go ahead we can do 11 11 mississippi minutes you know conspiracy theories uh abound today we all know that um yeah how do you prove a negative um i guess that's the the thing you know we have we can point to uh, pictures that we have, we can listen to the, you know, the sworn, I mean, it happened. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And there are certain facts that we, as human beings, as people, we need to accept. Now, anybody can say, no, it didn't happen. And I'm not going to be- declare, I'm not going to believe that. But why won't you? Because nobody's proven to me that it's happened. Well, what do we need to prove to you, you know, other than you going yourself and doing it? Um, that's, it's kind of, you know. I love that. Strap them, just strap them in and send them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if welcome it doesn't say welcome to, to New Mexico, Roswell or welcome to New Mexico, where, by yeah, the way, in New yeah. Mexico, they have the best fajita yeah, I ever I mean, had in my the life. Fact, the alien thing, <laughs> I mean, that's a different thing. I know, I, I know, yeah, yeah. You're, you know, we're saying, or, you know, the, the, the people, there are people who are saying they are here it has you know they do exist it's one thing you know to say that that has yet to be proven beyond a shadow of the doubt to most of us right Mm -hmm. but when you're talking about going to the moon that has been proven by beyond a shadow of a doubt to all of us so to say it didn't happen it's sort of flipping it so i don't see that they're totally analogous um you know, uh, bring me proof that something, bring me proof that something didn't happen. If this was the greatest conspiracy theory in the history of the world, how, did, how has it been kept secret all this time, other than a small handful of what I would call disbelievers, you know. Doubting Thomas who is just, right. Who just want to do that, just to be contrary. Yeah. I'm Steve Azar. You're in a Mississippi Minute. Al Feinberg, we're talking NASA. We're talking about an Emmy-winning anchorman, reporter, He spent his whole life doing it very well. Go to visitmississippi.org. They're doing it very well, celebrating Mississippi like no other.
U.S. England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Listen up. Ag-Up Equipment can help you prep your land to bag your buck. With the Predator Tractor Package, you can prep your land with a new John Deere 3025E, plus a loader, rotary cutter, disc, and trailer for only $3.55 per month with 0% financing. Give yourself the advantage and prep for that trophy with help from Ag-Up Equipment. Visit us in-store or online at agup.com. Offer ends 731-2022. Payment based on 20% down. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Famine. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. From the time you were Got Al Feinberg on the phone. Goatman, which is another story that's in honor of our late, great Harry Bud Nelson. I'm looking at you right now. I feel your warmth, H. Bud. Uh, we're talking NASA. We're talking a successful, very successful career in television and news. Um, and I'm talking visitmississippi.org, and you know it's coming. You know you know it was coming. Go check it out. Trust me. Plan a weekend with your family. It'll be awesome. Interesting how a small amount of people can cause right. such a stir for the masses. It's it's always interesting. The squeaky wheel sort of can really squeak sometimes. We're talking to Al Feinberg, 
all things NASA today. I'm so worked up. He is the ultimate communicator, as you can tell, when it comes to that. Um, the purpose, you know, of the space, the battle, who can, what country can can go the furthest and find out the most information. What's the real reason? If, from your perspective, not just from us reading and all this, but what's the true reason for space exploration and the necessity of being first? I think there's a, an element of uh, national pride, of course, that goes into it. Back in the 60s, being the first on the moon was, uh, you know, geopolitical, very strategic. Uh, we're in the middle of the Cold War. Um, you know, beating the Russians or the Soviets. Yeah. At that was was hugely important. We needed that. Uh, it was deemed by President Kennedy. We needed that to prove to the rest of the world that our way of life was superior to, uh, or symbolic at least, uh, technologically more than that. Uh, that we were more than you know, we were better at doing things. You know, we were just a better way of life than uh, the Soviets. So to do that was highly, highly uh, significant and important. Um, a lot of people, you know, in the last, well, since then, uh, people have poo-pooed until, until recently, I, I'd say, where we have a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot more conscious NASA fans. People, uh, you, you go out to see people wearing NASA gear all the time. We didn't always see that. I mean, uh, I'd be the only one at the mall wearing a NASA mm -hmm. shirt or something like that. Now I go by, I stop, I have stopped saying to people, hey, nice shirt when I see another NASA shirt. Otherwise, I'd be just, you know, I mean, you go to Target and buy a NASA shirt. Sure. Um, so, <laughs> um, but since then, I mean, it hasn't been, there wasn't, there was a time where, you know, that sort of fell off everybody's radar because it wasn't as strategic anymore. We had won, you know, in that respect. Right. Well, and um, the idea of having competition is always, always big. And you always want to be number one. We've always prided ourselves as being the, you know, the best country in the world. So, um, yeah. you know, that's just another example of it. When it comes to exploration itself, I think that's what we do, right? I mean, as human beings, yeah, we're um, curious. The curiosity kills right, the cat, exactly. right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. you go about, you know, think of yeah. uh, think of the people who, uh, well, think of Lewis and Clark, for example. These are guys who just said, hey, you know, what's what's on that other, what's on the other side? <laughs> I love it. So yeah, you're right. The river, the mountain, whatever, and they just went and did it. They they mapped and did all this great stuff, and it's 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 a it's a cur innate curiosity, I think, that we have as human beings that. If we were to just sit in one place and just say, okay, I'm done, um, we would not be really following our uh, our genetic disposition, if you will. You know, I mean, yeah. with, uh, this yeah. is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to keep moving, we're supposed to keep looking out, we're supposed to keep searching for more information, more understanding, more knowledge of why the world is the way it is. And yeah. How do we get here? And, you know, I mean, uh, Obviously, a lot of us believe um, in, in a higher, a higher being uh, that you know may have put us here, uh, which is not inconsistent with a scientific approach. Because if you believe that the higher being, you know, set up all these scientific rules, it's all consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sense, right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. but but I know the higher know, beings okay. there. Because I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I can tell you right now. I can tell you a journey that would blow your mind. Uh, and and the folks probably don't know. The, we all have a journey. 
Um, but I can tell you that I, I'm a believer. Let me ask you this real quick. You come into NASA um, shortly after Space Shuttle Columbia accident back in 03, correct? Um, I came in actually, I wish it were that it had been that easy for me. I came in 10 weeks before. Before it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, okay. So you, that was your first basically <laughs> Oh my gosh, talking about getting thrown into the fire. So I want you to go back to 86 when I'm sitting there at Delta State and with my buddies and we're watching the space shuttle Challenger and mm -hmm. watching that thing. And we don't know what we're seeing. We think that what we're seeing is what we're supposed to see. And then we're realizing we're not um, memories of uh, of just it never leaves you. You know, it's ingrained in your in your mind because we were also attached and sort of and we were sort of vested in it. You know, in the whole space program growing up, it was such a big deal. Um, the comparisons between the two, you're just in your seat. It's not even warm yet. How do you deal with that? And what's the real setback time-wise um, for that with space in general? And, and, you know, how long does it take to rebound and get going again? Uh, that's a really, really great question, Steve. Um, first of all, uh, that losing Columbia, that was my training mission. Uh, it wow. was uh, the number that was designated for the mission was STS 107. So space um, transportation system. That was the shuttle. That's the uh, um, name of the program, and uh, it was uh, mission 107. And uh, I had I had just gotten off of working for the. Uh, uh, major network affiliate in washington dc and the business was changing and i thought to myself i'm gonna i'm gonna um, look for something else and i came and did a story at nasa about voyager mission and um as i was leaving i said to uh, the public affairs officer who i uh, uh who was helping me that day i said this is a pretty good place to work of course i knew nasa but i didn't no, NASA. And he said, oh, we got two jobs opening. So but that November, I got the job. And my last story as a reporter was covering, I don't know if anybody remembers, the D.C. Snipers. Mm, sure. Uh, yeah, story. the two guys, right, yeah. of course. Well, yeah. that was, you know, I was right in the middle of that and, you know, doing live reports in places where people had been, you know, murdered the day before at mm. six o'clock in the morning, standing mm. out there in the, in the November darkness with uh, TV lights on you. Uh, 150 feet from where somebody had been uh, had been murdered, and it, it was a very trying time in D.C. So when I got over to NASA, I thought, Phew, you know, that's this is this is going to give me some at least give me some. I don't have to deal with that kind of stuff for a while. And ten weeks later, mm. I'm down at the uh, then called the shuttle landing facility, the SLF, at the Kennedy Space Center, where the shuttle shuttles landed most of the time. Other times they were at Edwards Air Force Base. When it didn't come in, you know, everything, just my world got turned upside down again. And, uh, you know, not that I was complaining. I mean, we lost seven people. Um, um, you know, I have people that I work with who, with whom, you know, knew. they were friends. Yeah, the they were friends, close friends yeah. with these people. Yeah. I've come to know astronauts since then who, you know, trained with these people. And as far as the, as the, the, the program went, um, you know, we were, it was pretty tenuous. I mean, we didn't think that the program was dead. But we knew that we'd have to kind of, you know, the, the, the really smart people needed to figure out ways to move forward. And um, immediately, you know, they tried to 
determine what the, the problems problem was, were. Right. They, you know, right. they were there was no no idea of uh, what exactly had happened. Uh, there were some ideas, but they needed to do testing, so they did that. As far as setting us back, I mean, it took us till 2005, I think. Uh, about two and a half years before we got to flying again. Yeah, yeah. And I referred to that as return to flight. Right. And uh, even that mission, I was down there for that, and I was all excited because I was going to get to see, you know, see this back again. And that was delayed two weeks because <laughs> of yeah. the problem. Um, but, um, you know, after that, things got, you know, we didn't have any other accidents, thank goodness, with, uh, you know, the shuttle and uh, each we used we we'd say that each flight uh-huh. then was safer than one before because we were so focused on making sure everything was right. We had we had kind of messed up in accepting certain risks that we shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, the, if anybody recalls uh, what happened with uh, Columbia was on um, on several missions prior to that, uh, there had been foam coming off the big fuel tank. Uh, on liftoff and been flaking off and flying off and nothing had happened. And so people started accepting that as risk and saying, oh, that's going to happen. Nothing's wrong, except that with Columbia, a piece of that foam hit the leading edge of the left wing and put a hole in it. And so that went on re-entry, all of the gas, the hot plasma gas, got into the wing and basically just, you know, just helped eat up the I'm Steve Azar. You are in a Mississippi Minute. Al Feinberg. We're talking NASA. We're talking about an Emmy-winning anchorman reporter who spent his whole life doing it very well. Go to visitmississippi.org. They're doing it very well. Celebrate Mississippi like you From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 40% chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 92. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 71. Your finally Friday, 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 92. And a look to Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny conditions, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. This is Dr. Will Lumflett with Capital Dental. At Capital Dental, we want to be your one stop for comprehensive family dentistry for your family's dental needs. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. 
For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, bagged and bulk soils, everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Calloway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Calloway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Calloway's has bulk soils for pickup and and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Strader and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is. Callaway's is. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Another new record today on gas prices in Mississippi, which are hovering right at 450, the highest price recorded in state history. Mississippi State economist Corey Miller says it's his biggest immediate concern. I think other than Alabama, we spend more of our personal income on gas than any other state. Hmm. Uh, we're one of about three states, I think, where people drive over a thousand miles a month. Um, and people are going to keep spending money on gas, um, and eventually they're going to have to cut back uh, elsewhere. When that happens, and to what degree is hard to say, but it can affect state revenue. But when people are spending less on other items, then they don't think there won't be as much uh, uh, sales, general sales tax revenue. So that that that's a concern. That's something I'm you know trying to follow. For a list of the top ten cheapest places to get gas in Mississippi, log on to supertalk.fm. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Need some good news? I've got good news. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. We're in cold water. And we're in Rolling down a Mississippi Minute, I'm Steve Azar with Al Feinberg. We're talking all yeah, things NASA right now. We're just digging deep. And we're going to do another episode. There's no way one Mississippi Minute, as you can tell, will contain us. Got so many questions. Uh, and and uh, it's an amazing thing to even uh, learn uh, more about space. Uh, I've always been intrigued and, like I said, curious. Uh, like so many of us, go to visit Mississippi.org. That will get your curiosity. I don't know enough about this. Uh, that blows my mind. <clears throat> that something so that wouldn't seem like, you know, um, what? I mean, I know when they, when it's cold outside and it's frosty and they're, they're going to de-ice planes, but is that similar? But Well, in, in a sense, you take, take for example, um, even, even when you go over a bridge, you know, you know those, those yeah. little. They have these little teeth that kind of so that they they make it so that the bridge when it gets real hot, the the surface the the, the bridge surface can expand. Mm-hmm. When it gets think cold, about it when it, yeah. when it's cold, it contracts. And, exactly. and think about a piece of think about a piece. All right, here's a good example. Take a piece of bubble gum, right? And you're chewing bubble gum, and you're chewing and chewing, and you got it to where you want it, or whatever. And then you take. And you drink some hot coffee or a hot tea or something, mm. right? Yeah, that bubble gum is going to get really soft. Yeah, right. If you chew so ice take with a piece it, of ice and put it in your mouth, that yeah. bubble gum is going to get really hard and tougher yeah. to chew. And that's what happens to rubber. Um, huh. You know, and what happens to these pieces of rubber that they got it, it contracted it so that there were gaps left where normally, if they were had been had expanded to their normal, you know, size because of the temperature. It wouldn't have been a problem, but these people were feeling, well, we've got this pressure. We got to get this thing up there because, you know, the whole world's waiting. And if you recall, this was the flight that Krista McAuliffe, the first teacher in space, was going to be on. And that's why we were all watching. I remember exactly where I was. And again, that's one of those, you know, those events where where were you? And uh as you recall, you knew where you were. I was in a. I was working at a television station in Youngstown, Ohio, and I was passing through the one of the projection areas, and I was watching it. It wasn't carried live on TV. It was, but we were a CBS affiliate, and I was watching the feed come in, and I saw it all happen. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And you know, within the hour, I was heading off to Akron, Ohio, to talk with people who knew one of the the, the downed astronauts. 
uh, Judy Resnick. Mm. She was from Akron and went to her old high school. You know, it was kind of a really macabre thing. Um, but, um, yeah, but it was that whole weather thing. That did wow. it. And we, we should have known better. And there were people who were standing up and saying, you shouldn't do this. And there were people saying, you know, well, we've got to do this. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, it's it, heavy. Yeah. yeah. It was, it, it was, it could have been avoided. It yeah. was the sad mm. We're talking to Al Feinberg. Uh, he is talking all things NASA. Al, how do you, um, you look at your career, right? It's very successful. Um, and thank you. And, and then you, and you, well, and you, my friend, thank you. I love you. Thank you so much for that. It's been a blast. It's been a blessing. I can tell you, it's been unique at times. Um, and, uh, you know, you know, it's been uh, a bit of a roller coaster, but the, you know, the uh, peaks are a lot better than the valleys. Hey, let me ask you this. Yes, sir. How do you end up there? I mean, what's the jump? Because you're going from dealing with snipers in Washington, you know, and then this all this stuff, and you're winning Emmys and all this, which you can win Emmys where you are in NASA. But that's a big jump. And obviously you and I, a lot of kids grow up, and, and we're just enamored with space, period. Come on, you look at look at the movie Star Trek and Star Wars, and you know it's just insane about how we're all into that and like so curious. Like I said before, but what what made you make the jump and the decision? Well, uh, uh, I it was I started my TV news career at a small station in northern Maine, a tiny tiny market. Uh, in a city called Presque Isle, Maine, and a lot of a lot of your listeners, I'm sure, have heard of Caribou because that's you know a really exotic sounding name of a place on the, on the, on the you know they they quote the temperatures in Caribou, Maine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just sounds like oh, you must be up there near the North Pole. <laughs> um, well, it's up near the Canadian border, and Presque Isle is about 11 miles south it's, it's, of Caribou, and um, I got there, moved around, uh, and um, went from there to northeast Ohio and Youngstown, and then moved to southern Maine. And, um, and you know, I, I moved all over. Uh, I worked in uh, Phoenix. I worked part-time in Pittsburgh. Not in this particular order, but ended up in Washington, D.C. And uh, for me, that was pretty cool because I had always said, I want to work in a in a market that has a major league team. Right. Is I that mean, where you sort I, of found the rhythm? That, I'll make it. Al, is that where you sort of found, like, now it's game on? Like, you work your way, uh, you know, I mean, me thinking about working at clubs growing up and fraternity houses, and all of a sudden, yeah. you, know, you want to play Madison Square Garden eventually, and all the gardens, you know, the Rose Garden, the <laughs> the Boston Garden, you got yeah. to do it in your to feel like you've done it. So this is your Boston Garden, basically, right? Exactly, exactly. It was, it, it, and, you know, uh, I, I thought maybe I tried to get to the network, which I did. You know, that's that's the big thing. I think that if you're going to be doing, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, stadium concerts, you know, that's what you that's what you'd be doing. Sure. But um, I was happy to be working where, you know, if I went to a baseball game, a major league baseball game, somebody would say, hey, there's Al. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Good to see you. You know, that would be cool. That would be cool. So and and also the you know the work that you did I mean to me the work was really really important um, I 
started out just as a general assignment reporter. I didn't know much about news other than I wanted to be relevant. And um, I had done some work in college radio and and uh, we can talk about when I worked with uh, Harry Bud. And, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. And But, um, but I just, you know, I, I when I got to, when I got to D.C., I had become a specialist in what was called features news. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, I was the idiot who would go out and do the story about the guy whose boa constrictor got loose <laughs> and was roaming the neighborhood, and the whole neighborhood was out looking for it, you know, yeah. and tried to do a, story, a, fun, a fun story about, you know. I mean, it wasn't, quote, unquote, important news, but it was interesting. Interesting, right, uh, yeah. It was yeah, watchable. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, goofy stuff. I took, you know, stories about a guy who takes his dog skydiving, um, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and not just telling the story just to tell the story, but to do it in a way that it moves people so that you've got, you know, uh, a good musician like yourself, you know, you don't just put the words together and, and, and music together. It's got to, it's got to, people need to feel, right? Sure. Yeah. That's the whole better feel. And, yeah. and that my story, I recognize that when I, you know, telling stories that if you're going to get somebody really, you know, I mean, if, you know, put a little extra time in your work and, and, and do, do that extra step of, uh, um, thinking about this edit, if it's a little bit shorter, what that's going to mean to how it makes somebody feel, you know, there was a real, it's just, it's a, it's a craft. And uh, so basically what happened was uh, because of the business and, you know, more and more uh, time was uh, more options we had for our time. You know, when I was a kid and I think when you were a kid, too, probably, you know, there'd be three or four TV stations you had to choose from. And now think about it. Even Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, how many different options we had, plus gaming and 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 yeah. you know the internet and that was just coming in its own so i said you know it's it's not going to be the way it was uh my bosses said we can't afford you doing those stories anymore because we need more <laughs> output from you and for me it was more it's like somebody saying to you steve we need you to write three songs a day you know yeah and, and well i tried it i did try it but it didn't it wasn't it didn't it wasn't right. great I mean, it wasn't know, really like, good was, how am i going to do good work if I'm you weren't you're not you're going to write three pretty good crafted uh sto- you're going to write uh, have three pretty good crafted stories but they're none of them are going to be as good as they should be <laughs> you know exactly yeah. and, as, and and of course you know this right yeah, yeah. and yeah. so it's you know so anyway i the nasa thing was something new and i thought you know it, it, you know, I didn't have to learn how to build rockets, though, because I already knew how to communicate with people. And so sure. the other thing about NASA, and this is something that I want to stress to your listeners, that you don't have to be a scientist to come work at NASA. I mean, you can you can be a, a, a media person like me. You can, you know, we need we need every, anything anybody else could use. We need doctors. Uh, we need people who just know how to weld. We need people who just know how to turn wrenches and are really good at that. You know, skilled technical workers in the aerospace industry. We need all that. We need bookkeepers. We need administrators. We need administrative assistants. Uh, you know, and it, you don't. You know, a lot. There are a lot of different jobs. So, what about clearance? Everybody there. Got Al Feinberg on the phone. We're talking NASA. We're talking a successful, very successful career in television and news. 
Um, and I'm talking visitmississippi.org. And you know it's coming. You know you know it was coming. Go check it out. Trust me. Plan a weekend with the family. And I shall The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Goal Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Red Hot Savings, Red Hot Selection. The deals have never been hotter than now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi during our sizzling summer sell-down. Our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are priced to move with scorching savings right now. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's just $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. Shop from over 1,500 quality pre-owned vehicles right now at RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile power train warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our goal is 100% credit approval, no matter your past credit history. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we're giving you more selection to choose from, more savings, and more affordable monthly payments every single day, period. So come say big while the deals are hot at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East Counterline Road, call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Mirage, 10% down, 2.972 months. See dealers details with Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. 
swing hand to sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees, all from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. You're in a Mississippi Minute. Al Feinberg. We're talking NASA. We're talking about an Emmy-winning anchorman, reporter, has spent his whole life doing it very well. Go to visitmississippi.org. They're doing it very well, celebrating Mississippi like no other. Security clearance for everybody? Well, you go through a, a there is a very minimal, you know, at the, at the bottom level, you have a, a general security clearance. And then, you know, that they, they, put, they put you through. It's a funny, funny story. When I got my, uh, uh, when I first came on, mm-hmm. um, I was uh, living in uh, Maryland, just over the D.C. line, and uh uh, I had just moved into this uh, house that I had bought, uh, this older house, but it came with a hot tub in the back, <laughs> down, you know, a portable, portable job, nothing elaborate, but, uh, and it was novel, and uh, my friend, <laughs> who I worked with, that uh, had worked with in Phoenix, and she and her uh, soon-to-be husband uh, were in D.C. then, and uh, they showed up in their bathrobes, <laughs> and they said, hey, we're here, let's go. <laughs> People and that's when the FBI decided to show up. <laughs> what the? I love it. I love here? it. I love it. And it's like, yeah. Uh, uh, hi, hello, sir. Yeah. You know, and they're looking at me like, uh, this, is this guy security disc? Does he have some Russian spies in the hot tub? No. You know, that, that was funny. That no, but I mean, the, the, there are certain you know there are people with top security clearance, but they're way above my pay grade, as we say. So a lot of people in your audience are familiar with that term. <laughs> So we're talking to Al Feinberg, and we don't have much time left. I'd like to kind of maybe talk about doing another Mississippi Minute with me down the road. But um, uh, are you uh, in D.C. now? Are you living in Carolina? Where, where are you living? Like, where does, where's home? In, um, Cha- Chapel Hill, which is, as uh, you know. They don't have basketball in Chapel Hill. I wonder what else they have. Nah, ice cream there? Nah. They got any ice cream there? Nothing. Or anything like that? No, no. Uh, basketball? Nobody knows about basketball. <laughs> Ball here in Durham, <laughs> Raleigh. No, yeah, this is the basketball college basketball center of the universe. We've got uh, UNC. We've got Duke up the road. Sure. The other side is uh, uh, North Carolina yeah. State. We got Wake Forest up the road a little. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great place. Uh, I, and I drive up every couple of weeks to DC. I, I telework out of the house here, which is great. Uh, in fact, I was up there Monday and Tuesday of this week. Uh, I had meetings with people that I needed to have. Otherwise, I'm sitting at my desk here and just um, doing what I need to do, and it's great. And, um, yes, I would love to be on and, and talking with you again because we haven't, 
we haven't talked about uh, anything. Uh, anything, yeah. It's a Seinfeld. Yeah. It's an episode of Seinfeld. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sure you did, has, was Harry Bud on your show. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. In fact, I'm looking at Harry Bud's baseball card right now. I'm look. He's all over my <laughs> studio. He's everywhere. As he used to tell me before I finally wrote hits, he said, "Steve Azar." make your music and i'd go will you please tell me what your means what your means <laughs> i mean i'm trying you know i'm trying and um when i finally started to do it and he knew you know h bud knew songs he knew music he goes oh, yeah. you have made your music now it's time and he was right and i said how can you be right you know how can you know this and uh but besides that i gotta tell you uh, for folks out there that that my guest today, Al Feinberg, and I have in Harry Bud Nelson, the mutual respect for the late great. Um, I, I've never he's one of the greatest men I've ever met in my life, period. Indeed. Period. Yeah. Besides his talent, right, and his humor. And uh, I'm, we, obviously you and I have discussed we miss if folks out there, if you get that somebody that you all talk to just about every day of your life and you just miss it, you know. You know, uh, don't don't take it for granted. Call him right now and just go, just talk to him because uh, I can only talk to him in prayer now. But I, I know he's there. You know, I know it. I know when we were on the hunt for one Mississippi becoming the state song. I know he was working the record. I know he was. So and I believe it. So uh, that's what we got. And he was victorious. So he's smiling. So hallelujah. Um, a Mississippi minute's done. I've talked all things NASA. And I've got a thousand more questions to ask my pal Al Feinberg, but we're going to have to do it again. We'll have to do an another date. This will be a second date. This is like romantic now. You feeling it? You feeling it at all? Well, yeah. And, and I'm going to tell people, well, what did you think? Well, I thought it was really nice. And he asked good questions. And match.com. Yeah, yeah, I talked to him again. <laughs> yeah. I got, I, 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 I Who's got picking up the tab? I got... <laughs> I got to tease the next one. I got stories about Neil Armstrong and Buzz for you. Okay. We well, we're going to do that then. About, we're doing it. Things. We're doing it. So here's the deal. Not everybody gets a second in a Mississippi Minute, but you're definitely getting it. And when we get off, we're going to schedule. So mm -hmm. that's the done deal. Folks, Al, <laughs> my man, Al Feinberg, uh, just, just an incredible career, Emmy winner, uh, multiple award winner. Uh, doing this thing in NASA now from uh, a place that they claim there's basketball, and that's pretty cool. Thanks for tuning in to In a Mississippi Minute. You know, I'm on Mississippi competitive side. I can't help it. Uh, go to visit Mississippi.org. That'll get you competing and, uh, and discover all the wonderful things that we have to do right here in this hallowed ground we call Mississippi. Al, thank you, pal. Uh, thank you, my brother. Uh, you stay well, and uh, to all your listeners, thanks for... Thanks for putting up with me for these 40 minutes or so. Well, they got 40 more to go. And like I said, you're picking up the tab on the next date. Part of the deal. Later on. <laughs> I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Need some good news? I've got good news. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.